Bloody Knife pointed to the river. We will wait for the soldiers where the river goes through the Room of Devils. There we will attack. The Room of Devils was a high, narrow canyon. There was a constant moaning sound in the canyon, due to the organ-pipe-like formation of the rocks, and it was from that sound that the canyon had been given its name. Once the soldiers were inside the canyon, escape would be impossible. Bloody Knife could hide his braves in the rocks alongside the river and trap the soldiers between the river and the canyon wall. Yes, Two Buffalo agreed. The Room of Devils is a good place to make the attack. When the white soldiers are killed, the demons will be there to claim their souls. Bloody Knife turned to the warriors and explained his plan to them. They shouted enthusiastically because they realized that the opportunity was great for them to kill many soldiers, and they followed eagerly as Bloody Knife led them to the place where they would wait for the attack. The Indians were in position for more than half an hour before the white soldiers came. On the flat plains, boxed in by canyon walls, sound traveled far, and the soldiers, who had no idea that they may be in any sort of danger, took no pains to deaden the sound. Cups and mess skillets, canteens and sabers, harness and hardware clanged and banged and rattled. The army was making as much noise dinning its approach as they would make had they been accompanied by a marching band. Running Rabbit heard the army approaching, and, even though it was cold and he was lying in wet mud, he felt hot in the flush of excitement which was upon him. He would count many coups this day, and when he returned to the village, all would see the feathered lance he would carry, each feather tipped in red to denote the counting of coups. Suddenly, Running Rabbit got an idea. He would count coup against a soldier who was still alive. If he could ride up to him, and touch him with his coup stick while the soldier was still alive, then he would be able to claim the highest honor any warrior can claim. Counting coup against a dead enemy was honor enough, but once dead, the enemy represented no danger. To count coup against an enemy while he lives would be the cause for stories and songs to be celebrated around many campfires and surely it would be entered in the sash of the winter count. The winter count was the history book of the tribe. Symbols were painted on a long winding cloth for each winter, in order to designate certain significant events of that winter as a year of remembrance. Though the white men called this year 1865, the Indian had no such numerical system. This year was simply this year, and it would not have a name until the winter count was complete. Then it would be remembered for the most important event of the year. Last year was the year of the white buffalo calf, because one of the hunters had seen a white buffalo calf during a hunt. Running Rabbit had been born in the year the white men call 1850, but when he was asked, he told his tribal brothers he was born in the year of the spreading fever, 
for many in the village were sick that year, and in fact, both of Running Rabbit's parents died with the fever. Now Running Rabbit thought, as he lay behind the rocks and listened to the noise of the approaching soldiers, this winter could well be known as the year of Running Rabbit's live coup and he will be remembered forever among his people. The soldiers rode into the mouth of the canyon with their officer to the front. Almost immediately the officer's identification traveled through the Indians. It is soldier who is a coward. It is the one who attacked the village of Wounded Foot. Do not kill soldier who is a coward, Bloody Knife ordered. He is for me to kill. But I have sworn vengeance upon him.